All right, welcome back to another episode of Girls With Fun. Hey there, how's it going? It's going all right. I'm going to apologize in advance because I don't have my mic with me. I'm using headphones, so if you hear a bunch of noise, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, though, like right before our holiday here in the States, like recording when you're away slash whatever on the road. <laughs> I am a dedicated podcaster. <laughs> oh, much to discuss. So <laughs> we're both bringing like the side at the same time. Like this day has drained me. That's <laughs> it's like That's rainy awesome. here in Florida. It's like gross and cold. Like this isn't what I signed up for. <laughs> this isn't the Florida I know. <laughs> I was literally supposed to go to the BTS pop-up in Toronto this weekend. I'm still going to try, but I had to postpone because Buffalo, which I would have to drive through to get to Toronto, and Toronto itself, were getting slammed with a snowstorm, but Buffalo got like five feet of snow, and I'm like, dang, on the first snow of the year, like, that's nuts. Yeah. And it was like a state of emergency. So if any of our listeners live in that area, first and foremost, I hope you and your loved ones are safe. Me going on a road trip is like secondary to all of that. But like, it is kind of ironic that like I waited and waited. I checked the weather and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And Mother Nature's like, nope. (laughs) So we'll see. Yeah, hopefully it clears up for you. Yeah. And of course, like the Instagram team behind the pop-up shop was like really active this weekend. And I'm like, just rub some salt in the wound. Like, <laughs> it's this is fine. This is fine. Um, yeah, this was things we missed part two, but like you and I were talking about, it's like at no point do I A know where any member is at any given time. <laughs> at no point do I know like what's going on anymore what's going on yeah (laughs) exactly where can i find translation threads like twitter is falling apart i've just kind of been like grieving this last week and i never thought i would grieve twitter like it's messy all the time and so dramatic but at the same time like seeing how things are on twitter right now i'm just like (laughs) it's kind of like when we were shitting on baby and then the pandemic happened like on twitter and then something else happens you know it's just like (laughs) we're losing this like fandom space this informational space like yeah crazy and like last week i genuinely thought tay was going to mexico because i saw someone tweet that tay was going to mexico and you were like no he's in paris and i was like what (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know i just feel like (laughs) you could see anything on twitter these days like absolutely anything yeah I uh, I don't know. It's like sometimes I don't. I genuinely don't like some of the energy that's on Twitter. Sometimes to the point where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. But other times it's like really funny. So it would be kind of sad to actually like have the entire platform dissolve due to um, someone's negligence, or maybe not <laughs> negligence, but antics. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it sucks that people are losing their jobs um over something so silly so i hope they find employment and have a better boss 
<laughs> do what they have right now. Um, yeah, otherwise we're going to have to move to Instagram or Tumblr. Apparently Tumblr's supposed to come back. <laughs> I saw a Tumblr tweet on Twitter, obviously, like that welcome home cheater meme. And I'm like, Tumblr, I need you to chill. <laughs> I need you to chill. Like, because let's not act like Tumblr wasn't going through it a few years ago. Like, I don't know. Anyway. And we can't, like this would have to be cut from the pod, but I'm pretty sure everybody left Tumblr because they took off Tumblr. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, and I think that's partially true. I was going to say it, but I think it's also because like at that same time they were like purging accounts and like as part of that effort that had nothing to do with that, you know, like it was yeah. super chaotic. It was being super glitchy. People were getting blocked left and right. Yeah, cuz didn't like Yahoo buy them out or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was like a similar type of story, not so much contingent on one person, but like yeah. change of ownership, change of I don't know, structure, whatever. Yeah. The great thing about Twitter is that it's like a global news platform almost, right? You can find out information really quickly. You can connect with people across the world like instantly. But like you can't move that fast on Tumblr. Tumblr is more of like an artistic space or it doesn't have to be just artistic, but I mean, it's blogging. So yeah. I mean, there's definitely still jokes on Tumblr as well and news, but I just feel like Twitter is so fast. You can get like instant updates from, from people. Things that like even the news isn't showing. Right. There is something good about the speed, but there's also like, I don't need people preaching hate or fake news far and wide either exactly and speaking of which i saw there was a shooting this morning in colorado with like a gay bar and i'm like what what are we doing like this needs to stop Horrible. it's just so sad rest in peace that's just that pisses me off the sad thing is like I'm not, I'm like, so it's horrible, but like when I read the news, like it's so incessant. I like barely get upset anymore. Like that in and of itself is horrible. Right. You just become desensitized to this stuff. There's so much like so many shooting or just something heinous going on in this country. You wake up and you're just like, again? And then you have to carry on with your day. That's the right. crazy thing. There's like no time to like mourn, really. Exactly. We should all be in like mass therapy. Like this isn't normal. This is not normal. And the crazy thing is we've had so many chances to make it right and politicians just will not. Right. Sure, incidents are like there will always be a crazy person or whatever, but like this is fully avoidable. Exactly. People getting shot every damn day is fully avoidable. If they don't care about babies, if they don't care about children in school, they're never going to care. No. Unfortunate. Um, where do we start with the news? Lots of it. <laughs> um... I mean, 
wherever you want to start, honestly. Um, do you want to start with the recent news of the day of JK performing in Cutter? Sure. Um, let me open this up. JK has released a single as part of the 2022 FIFA World Cup soundtrack. The track is called Dreamers, and he opened, was it this morning for us? Mm-hmm. Um, at the World Cup opening ceremony. Yeah, and he performed the song. It's um on iTunes. You can buy that. I think the video is coming out very soon. I'm trying to get confirmation of that. Hold on, getting an ad. <laughs> <laughs> this Justin advertisement blocking where I'm trying to scroll. I think Always. the music video is coming out this week. Yes, I the music video the will be released on the 22nd. Yeah. On FIFA's yeah. official I'm glad YouTube. that you fact-checked that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I remember... Oh, go what? ahead. What did I think of the performance? I was just about to say what I think. Um, it's funny because I remember saying, like, Red One follows JK on Instagram now or whatever. And we were talking about songs that like Red One had produced. And at the intro of Dreamers, it's like Red One. And I was like, whoop, there it is. Because we were definitely talking about that before. Um, but yeah, I thought JK's performance was good. I watched the the version that FIFA posted on their YouTube channel, which like it said it was HD. But I don't know if something was up with my internet. I don't know. But I wanted it to be like even more HD. Um, I thought JK looked and sounded amazing. I don't, we can cut this if you think it's like off topic, but I don't know the culture around having tattoos in Qatar. I remember when they went to Saudi Arabia, he had band-aids on his hands. Mm. Um, so I was surprised to see the tattoos out, but he looked and sounded really good on his V live. He said he couldn't really hear himself in the monitor, the in-ear like he could at, at, at um, rehearsal i was gonna say practice at rehearsal which makes it even more impressive um and he said something i was reading a translation thread in spanish so this is like very rough not that it's more rough than my english version usually i guess but uh he said something along the lines of like he learned the dance while he was in cutter like they were practicing the dances so he's been there what like a few weeks (laughs) a few days like less than a week like yeah really impressive i will say the backup dancers were not up to the usual hype standard in terms of like (laughs) synchronization i was like very distracted because like not everyone was on beat but jk himself looked great and sounded great (laughs) i wasn't paying attention to the background dancers i need to go back (laughs) you're gonna go back and be like "Mm, these arms are not in sync it was usually there was a guy on the right who was like a half step behind everyone else but it was just all around. I mean, that person consistently, but it was just all around, like not as in sync as usual. JK sounded fine, but the audio itself, I don't know if it was the acoustics of the like stadium. If like, cause he said he couldn't hear the backing track if it, if, or like through his in-ear, if there was like an issue, it was like something was off and I don't think it was Mm. him. It just didn't sound as like stadium esque or cinematic. I'm pretty sure I saw some army bombs in the crowd. There were like like spots of like white circles in the audience but i couldn't really tell if the crowd was hype or not but also Mm. 
I can see the crowd. I don't know the like crowd culture in Qatar. I have no idea. Yeah. But I wanted like more energy. Interesting. Yeah. I like the song. It had Waka Waka vibes. <laughs> I was literally singing that after. <laughs> like to myself. <laughs> Agree. Hey everyone, um, obviously it is us. I feel like I'm leaving a voicemail. Um, <laughs> we were in the process of editing uh, our episode and we were kind of, I, I was wavering on how much to go into it, I guess, but I really wanted us to come back on the track. and I think we both wanted to come back on the track and um, speak about some of the issues in Qatar um, and some of the issues surrounding the Qatar World Cup. Now, full disclosure, I'm not like the most knowledgeable person in the world, but you know, I've been doing a bit of research and we're going to share some links in the uh, episode description, uh, links that we found helpful to like understand the context. Um, obviously, speaking for myself, I was really excited. I'm always happy to see a member of BTS perform. Um, but I remember being really uncomfortable about their Saudi Arabia performance. And we talked about that way back when on the track. And I'm honestly, I'm extremely uncomfortable that Jungkook performed in Qatar. Um, I've seen a lot of people saying like, yeah, everywhere has issues, but a lot of these are are quite extreme, um, especially when you consider uh, all of BTS's messaging about loving yourself, you know, acceptance, speaking at the UN. I, I think this was a major, major misstep given Cutter's human rights abuses. Yeah. Um... I think it's important to acknowledge that you can support or be excited for, you know, BTS or JK having this opportunity, but also acknowledging that there are clear human rights issues involved with this World Cup um, and Cutter you kind of can't ignore it right um and so while i think jk did do a great job and you know it's nice to have what should be an honor to perform on a world cup stage or to have a world cup opening song it's just it's it's unfortunate what had to to occur in order to have this world cup and to have like jk participate in it like you said it just makes me uncomfortable um yeah do you want to read some of the things we were looking at yeah absolutely absolutely <sighs> Yeah, and I just want to say I, I am going to dive into these stats because I want this to be rooted in fact. And I was reading a really interesting Reddit thread um, 
I don't know if I'll, I'll link it or not, but there have been many, but it was very candid and people had a bunch of different opinions about it. Um, and the reason for going and who has control about going and it gets into a lot of the same conversations or discourses that people are having, like separate from Cutter, just high BTS members. Um, like who's making decisions and, and how people are going to respond. And some people are totally not viewing anything to do with it. Some people are, as we did, enjoying it, but feel this discomfort. And and some people are like, you know, this is a positive, a way to, to open up or showcase, you know. But I think like JK... BTS does have political power it's something that's always made me kind of uncomfortable is like having that political power get co-opted right we've talked about that like even when they went to the White House or you know with the Busan concert in this World Expo bid so Mm -hmm. Hybe clearly knows that they have influence right they were a special envoy they had the diplomatic passports so personally speaking I'm trying to grapple with like Hybe knowing all of this and still opting to send JK or still JK going despite all of these things. But without further ado, I mean, if you have a, you want to reply to that, that's fine. But if not, I'll jump into the stats. Well, cause I was also reading that like a number of other celebrities were also dropping out due to it being hosted in Cutter. So I'm just kind of like, did they not see this? Were they just like, whatever to that? I don't know. Um, like, I get it. JK's a soccer fan. I think that's pretty clear. We all are aware of that. Um, we know they're doing their solo thing now. So, like, while, yes, it is a a great opportunity for him to, like, debut um, as part of his, like, solo career, I just feel like the timing is rather unfortunate. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It's It feels like a misstep. Definitely. And I saw some people on this Reddit thread I was referencing saying, like, money talks, money is really important. But, like, I almost, we've t- talked about it in, like, less serious context. Like, no one performance is making or breaking the bank for them at this point. They're almost beyond money. So, like, I don't know if he was paid. I don't know to what extent he was paid. You know, I saw people speculating about the Hyundai contract, but we'll just never know. But the social cost of this is extremely heavy. So I agree. Feels like a huge misstep. Um, okay. So I'm going to link a bunch of these articles um, in the bio, as I already mentioned. Um, this specifically is from the BBC and BBC Sport. Um, so all of these statistics cited um, are are from the BBC. Um, so homosexuality is actually illegal in Qatar, um, and you can be imprisoned for up to seven years, uh, including death by stoning. Um, and a recent Human Rights Watch report says that um, security forces in-country continue to arrest LGBTQ citizens, and they are sometimes forced by the state to undergo conversion therapy. Um, 
in an article by CNN, which I'm not going to dive into, but I will link. Um, the, the World Cup ambassador and former footballer Khalid Salman said earlier this month that, quote, homosexuality was damage in the mind, end quote. So extremely homophobic country, um, extremely dangerous for LGBTQ individuals. Um, women in Qatar face extreme um, misogyny and extreme patriarchy. According to Amnesty International, um, women are subject to the guardianship system in Qatar and thus require permission of their male guardian, usually their husband, father, brother, grandfather, or uncle, so basically any man you're related to, to get married, study abroad on government scholarships, work in government jobs, travel abroad if under age of 25, and access reproductive health care. Additionally, women face greater difficulties seeking divorce and experience more severe economic disadvantages um, if they do so. There are also inadequate protections against domestic and sexual violence. So, I mean, all of this is is quite troubling, uh, to put it extremely mildly. Um, and going back to the BBC article, um, labor rights are quite, uh, limited or non-existent. So, um, in February, 2021, this is a quote from the BBC, the Guardian, which is another newspaper, said that 6,500 workers had died in Qatar since it won its World Cup bid, and this data was supplied by embassies in Qatar. So each country that, that had workers, I guess, uh, working on this project provided these numbers. Um, the Qatar government says that the total is misleading, um, as it counted many foreign workers who had lived in Qatar for a long time and had not worked on World Cup projects, which to me, I mean, workers in your country are still dying um, in the workplace. So whether or not they're actually working on World Cup projects is kind of secondary. Um, The International Labor Organization, also known as the ILO, says that this is an underestimate. Um... The official numbers are an underestimate, I should say. Um, And 37,600 suffered mild to moderate injuries. They had one stadium. There's eight that are being used, so they had to build seven of them. Um, Yeah, I don't know if you have thoughts or comments you want to add, but this is like an extreme high-level overview of some like very shocking statistics. I mean, there's not much to add other than it's absolutely horrible. Like, literally, this these stadiums are, like, built off of the backs of people who died in order to have it created. Right. And working under extremely brutal conditions in the heat, um, there was also some discussions, and, and it will go further into it in the article, about wages being withheld, so essentially forced labor, And expat, um, there's a system where basically expat workers need permission from their employer to change jobs, um, which obviously, in many instances, I would assume would not be granted, right? Right. Um, There's just different um, motivators there. 
I also find it interesting in general. This is less um, serious or severe. Um, so we don't need to talk about it as much, but, um, you know, there's strict morality laws around cursing and like rudeness, um, which I don't know. I've been to a few soccer games and just sporting events in general. That seems (laughs) kind of like a catch 22 in a sense. It's like, I know some of these things are cultural but at the same time, some things just don't fly with me. Like, I can't, like, overlook these, like, large human rights abuses. Yeah, I'm looking for that quote from the official... Yeah, there was an official statement. Yes, this is the CNN article. Quote, everyone is welcome in Qatar, but we are a conservative country and any public display of affection, regardless of orientation, is frowned upon. We simply ask people to respect our culture. And I saw a lot of discourse on Twitter. um, And I don't know how much we want to get into this, but people saying a lot of the criticisms are Islamophobic because Qatar is Muslim and there are certain things that are religion and culture and there are certain things that are human rights. Right. Um, I saw that you can't bring pork into the country. Like to me, that's your culture. I can abide by that. Right. Like, yes, I eat pork, but out of respect. And I mean, law, I like in that case, I won't do that. Or I grapple with this when traveling in general, but like if someone wants me to like, cover my hair, cover my legs, like as a visitor to that culture, I'll do that. But like literally people dying on the job, like women guardianship system, conversion therapy and criminalization of homosexuality goes kind of beyond that. Yeah. I agree. So I don't know what time we're at. I know we didn't want it to be extremely long. So I did want to jump on and address it, though, because as we are listening back, I was like, we cannot just ignore this. Yeah. Yeah. I think as a fandom, we also have to stop, like, just assuming that BTS or anyone member or Hive or just like ignorant of like certain things going on in the world, it feels like it's an insult to their own intelligence. Like, you know, they're not dumb. So I don't know why whenever there's some kind of mishap that occurs, the first thing is like, well, maybe they just didn't know. And I just have a hard time believing that. As soccer fans they have no knowledge of this or as a company like that's that's your job to like know these things before you go and send your artists to promote somewhere yeah i saw people being like well should bts like not go to the united states because like 
the gun violence is rampant and like you know abortion rights have been taken like in terms of human rights violations and like that's i mean these are all true things and we complain about our own country like right all the time like i mean so but like just because it's bad or there's issues in one place doesn't preclude you from talking about issues in other places otherwise we're never gonna get better right right so i don't know i also think like (laughs) we can decide how much of this we keep but like i love jk many people love jk this like he's not above like if we care about these people should we not like say something when we see something like I don't want to blindly feel like we have to like fall in line because it's JK like I love him I love his performance but can we agree this was not a great choice like no yeah like you were going to say they're not above criticism (laughs) and I I think it would be better to come from a fan than like I don't know right I think that's the major problem we have in this fandom that some fans feel like they are and that you can't say anything about it like it's untouchable I think you can support an artist but also be critical of some of the things that they do I hope and wish and pray that Hybe addresses this like it's already done he's already come and went i saw someone say today he's back in inchon which like again see prior comments about never knowing where any individual member is at any point but like when namjoon was not to be like well namjoon but like when he was getting roasted for some of their lyrics and misogyny in their lyrics like he addressed it and like learned from it right and i guess i'm like hopeful that the same thing can happen here I think it was very tactical on Hybe's part in releasing a three-sentence notice about JK performing. I saw people also on this Reddit thread, maybe I should link it just for interest, but talking about like... the danger of parasocial relationships and feeling like extremely let down. And I think it's true. I mean, I do think we all like hold BTS to a really high standard because of their past messaging, because of their songs, because we love them and they are humans, but like as humans, do we not always want to be like improving or learning or like bettering ourselves and others? Like, I don't know. Yeah. This is something I've grappled with, with like other scandals as well. So. Yeah. I mean, it's tough seeing him like come back today. Like he just looks so happy, right? Like he just looked really happy. Um, coming back from the airport and I'm sure that was like a dream for him to be like you know meeting the Korean soccer team and getting to say that he opened up at the World Cup like that's awesome but 
it's like, I don't How do you ignore all the things that we just talked about? And I'm sure there's more. Yeah. This was like the tip of the iceberg. Right. Like, I'm not even like fully versed in this topic. I'm sure we're missing things. Um, but BTS had been vocal about issues before so will they be vocal about this? I don't know this feels kind of weird yeah How many of their fans identify as members of the LGBTQIA plus community, right? How many of their fans, I mean, we have fans of all genders, but like how many of their fans are female? Like, what does this say? Right. It's a bad look. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have much more that like I can say on the track. And like you said, like we were debating talking about it because like, we don't know everything. And I will say with my whole chest right now, I don't know everything, but to not even address it at all just seemed wrong. And I don't know, this is something I'm gonna like some of the other scandals that we've talked about in the past. It's just something I have to continue to grapple with. Like my fandom hasn't ended because of this. I love JK. As you say, it's an honor for him, but, like, at what cost? The comment you made earlier um, about people saying, like, well, should BTS travel and promote in the U.S. due to, like, the gun violence that we have here or, like, abortion rights issues or other, I don't know, issues, doesn't line up because BTS aren't coming and doing performances, like, for the NRA, like an NRA convention. (laughs) they're not coming and doing performances at like pro-life events like that doesn't doesn't add up like they're just generally coming to the u.s whereas this is like a direct performance at an institution that was like literally built off the blood of workers like you can't like you can't those don't add up they don't match like i get what you're trying to say but i just feel like in trying to support bts sometimes we do these like mental gymnastics and like stuff that just doesn't really like make sense and there was someone that pointed out exactly what you said i remember grappling with this in saudi arabia like there's army in Saudi Arabia that had to be so happy to see them, right? I'm sure there were army in Qatar that saw JK for the first time and were thrilled, right? Mm-hmm. And I struggle with that because I don't want to, like, hold... Like, I'm happy for individuals, right? Right. I don't want to diminish that. But it's, like, literally the World Cup put on by the FIFA governing body and the government of Qatar, right? Like. I don't know. Right. We can, that's the whole point. We can have that duality of like having the 
the joy of being able to see JK perform and have this opportunity and also enjoying that army or getting to see JK and BTS in places that they normally do not. Like we can recognize that that is a great thing while also recognizing that the World Cup is problematic. Yeah. We can do both things. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I saw people being like, this is the cognitive dissonance we have to grapple with. And they're so right. Like, And this isn't saying that we have to go and be like, saying mean, awful, nasty things to JK because it pisses us off as well, right? Like, we don't have to be nasty or, like, turn into antis or whatever. I mean, it's up to you how you decide to support BTS after this, if this is something that um, you cannot get behind. It'd be fully understandable. But no one's saying that as fans, we have to talk down on him so bad that he would be like overwhelmingly remorseful and like I don't know like we, we we're we not saying that we need to come at him with like pitchforks and like fire <laughs> you know like we can just acknowledge that this was not the best choice agree I think there's other world stages that JK could have debuted on. I mean, you're BTS JK. Where do you want to perform? Take right. your pick. You literally have the world in your hands. Yeah. And I can grasp with the World Cup. Like, I saw people saying, like, imagine if you rolled the Super Bowl and the Olympics, like, all into one. Like, soccer is the global sport, Right. Right. Um, it's not as popular in America, or I should say, like, pockets of America, right? Because there's mm-hmm. definitely American soccer fans. But for Hybe to weigh all of those human rights abuses that we outlined, or whoever, and decide that it overpowered that, it's just hard. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for giving me the time to get this off my chest. It's been weighing on me. And as we were listening, I was just like, we cannot just gloss over this. So I appreciate I appreciate everyone listening. If you have resources you want to share, slide into our DMs. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get back to the rest of our content, but wanted to at least address. All right. What should we chat about next? Yoongi has a cat? Okay. (laughs) I was so confused. You're going to have to take the lead on this. I read the link you sent, but I was like, where did people see this? And then I realized. (laughs) So in Yoongi supporting JK at the World Cup, he's posting on his Instagram. Um, and he posts like a screenshot and at the bottom of the screenshot of JK, you can see this like photo reel. I'm assuming his photos and his phone. And you can see this like black cat. Um, you can't, it's not even, you can't even really see it clearly, but you can see there's like this black cat. So everyone's like, oh my God, Yugi has a cat. Like he didn't announce that he has a cat. 
I don't think there's like any like real confirmation. I'm like, is this his cat? Is this someone else's cat? And he was just taking right. photos of the cat. I don't know. A cat someone sent to him and then he saved to his camera roll. Like, who knows? Yeah. And he may have a cat. I thought like when you put that in our like things to discuss document, I thought for sure it was going to be that edited photo of like Yungi's arms out holding that white cat. Did you see that a few days no. ago? <laughs> and it was someone I retweeted it. So you can go look at my page and like scroll back. But it was like, who did this? And because it's like him and like a tank top or something. I don't know. Think back to like Megan's Megan the Stallion's dog four and like Yungi, mm. you know, same vibes, et cetera, et cetera, you know. So I thought that's where that was gonna go. And I was like, that's definitely an edit. Like I hate to break it to you, but <laughs> I was like, I was like looking at the photos themselves. Like I went back to Instagram. I went directly to the source, Minyungi's account, right? I'm like looking at the stories and I'm like looking at the room, looking at the TV. I'm like, where is this cat? No, it's literally in the camera roll at the bottom. It's not even like a cat in the exactly. I'm like, how do people like this is not like me being snarky, but like genuinely, how do people notice things like this? Because I am like so overwhelmed. I'm like, I miss so many details. Like flashback to like the gin scandal. Like to this day, I have no idea how people saw that. There was so much stuff in the background. And you all know what I'm talking about. And no, I will not elaborate. <laughs> that being Jen's only scandal. I know. Also, like, stay mad. To this day. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. Army sleuths. Because they, one thing about Army, they go zoom in. <laughs> they are going to zoom in on the phone. I wouldn't post anything because you're like what is here like did Yoongi himself check all the camera roll photos like at the bottom before he posted like it could have been crazy he could have posted he could have had something crazy exactly (laughs) Exactly. one brain cell (laughs) also Uh. like someone to how to like crop like <laughs> just crop your camera roll out <laughs> so he probably did want to like cause chaos honestly he may not know how to crop <laughs> in 2022 and this they were round- having a they were having a hard time with instagram and i'm like i don't think instagram is that hard of a platform <laughs> so he might not know how to crop <laughs> or just zoom in you don't even have to crop just like pinch it <laughs> he, might not know how to zoom. he might not know how to zoom i volunteer to be yugi's instagram tutor if the universe <laughs> is accepting applications just saying i'm not even that yeah. great at it right i'm not like an influencer or anything but like sir i'll help you crop your photos <laughs> <laughs> oh god i so really anyway. had that thought <laughs> I really had that thought of like, well, we were talking about this a bit last time, but also like with Jin's alcohol journey, which we can talk about in a minute, but like, it's also his V live. Anyway, so many thoughts. Jin said something like, I took 10 photos and like, they were all bad, but it's okay. Cause I'm hot or like, <laughs> These men are like social media kings, but like it really doesn't matter what they post, like in relation to last week's combo. Like, we're going to eat it up regardless, first of all. But like, true. They're social media kings, like in his alcohol show, um, 
Mr. Pake was like saying that he had 5 million subscribers and Jin said something along the lines of like, oh yeah, like we're really popular on YouTube as well. But like they themselves don't have to know like how to use YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, right. They, anyway, are the cropping and the dragging? I'll stop myself there. But like they could be totally shaky handed because someone else is filming or someone else is cropping. Right. Someone else is posting. <laughs> Although I guess if we wonder if it's really them, Yungi's photo with the camera roll included confirms. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, posting on Twitter is relatively easier. You just put the photo on Twitter and add the caption. And you're done. <laughs> like, Instagram stories, you gotta jazz it up. You got Hobie over here adding stickers and stuff. Like you, you Hobie you is do a, stickers. You do a little bit more on Instagram, so I can see that. I can see that. And then you Actually, have to think about the aesthetics thing with you which you don't on Twitter. Like you don't have to right. have an aesthetic. Like JK's <laughs> commitment to his feed or his like, you know. Right. I wonder if Hobie got like hives when he saw Yugi's like King of Stickers, saw Yugi's uncropped photo just slapped <laughs> up on stories, but like, is he being roasted as we speak? <laughs> I want to know if he has a cat now. For real. I bet he does. Why wouldn't he? I he mean, JK had, JK had bum for like exactly. how long? Exactly. I was just about know. to say for like a year or two and we had no idea so yugi screams like everyone i always think of natasha like he walks in the spirit of a husband like he screams responsibility like he can definitely take care of a cat yugi cat dad energy i'm like deathly allergic to cats but i yeah. do think they're cute i've been considering getting a hairless cat <laughs> I saw a TikTok video, though, of someone putting, like, olive oil on their cat's skin, like, oiling up their cat because, like, they have really dry skin. So just think about that before you get one. I know they're, like, a huge responsibility. I just want a little pink slack sack of flesh <laughs> that I can put a sweater on. <laughs> <laughs> I find those cats really terrifying. I'm not going to lie. So, like, if you do get one, let me know before we hang out so I can, like, mentally prepare myself. Some of them just look like they hate the world, and I'm like, see. <laughs> like, they just look so miserable. <laughs> there's just one on TikTok. This is, like, a real rant. We don't need to be talking about this, but there's this one on TikTok. I can't remember what the cat's name. I think it's Ludacris. Lud it's, they like, something like that. Yes. They call yes. him Nuda. Ludacris, Yes. <laughs> And he's absolutely insane. Like he's like pure chaos. Because they, the only video I saw of Nuda, they literally, <laughs> he's attacking their cat with hair. There, it's like on a cat tree, minding yes. his own business, and he's like stalking over to bother it. Like, bro, leave it alone. <laughs> it's just funny. Like sometimes they're just like mad chill, and they just look like they hate the world. And then some of them look like Nudacris, and they're just. <laughs> absolutely insane but what a name and she says it so like casually she's like nudicris no stop 
cat is named Newt. <laughs> All I can hear is the like. Okay, so you know that guy that does like. I think his his at I think it's called like Call Me Dom or something. His name is Dominic. I'm pretty sure. But he does the like woo back again. Like <laughs> he uses that audio on every single vid of his I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be like him on November first, like thinking he has time before Christmas, and then it's like Luda back again. <laughs> That's all I can hear. So I'm like Nuda. <laughs> anyway, this has layers. You have to be really on TikTok to understand any of this, and specifically our TikTok algorithms, I guess. Exactly. I like watch so many cat videos. I don't have I have not one cat. <laughs> like I don't know why I have so many cat videos on my feed. <laughs> it's amazing. <sighs> All right, enough with the cat chat. Anyway, um, yeah, this is going to be featuring Nudacris. People are going to be like, "What?" So <laughs> we probably can't put the cat's name as he's not on our show. Anyway, we're done. We're done here. Should we talk more about traveling bong time? Yeah, I mean, I mentioned I thought Tay was in Mexico, but he was literally in Paris. It's still unclear to me if it was for, like, modeling purposes or, like, just a vacation. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, He was, like, semi-thirst trapping. I only saw that one today. That, like, MySpace angle, like, dark gray... It must have been a nighttime one he deleted because I was like, what in the world? <laughs> uh, Yeah, I have no idea what he was doing. But yeah, it was funny. I, I also saw, like, cause I, I had to go confirm. I was like, why Why did she think that he was in Mexico? But people were, like, tweeting that he was in Mexico or going to Mexico. Exactly. I'm like, no. I'm glad you at least saw that so you weren't, like, based on <laughs> what? <laughs> Which... <laughs> Like you were saying, it just makes it even scarier. How do people know where they're going? Were people just like, perchance he's going to be in Paris, so I'm going to show up at the airport just in case? So were there people in Mexico waiting for him and he just didn't show up? Like, where did the Mexico info... Oh, I know why. The Mexico info um, was because I think Puxo Jun and one of his other friends from the Wuga Squad is like, recording a tv show there so they thought he was going to go meet him in mexico that's where the mexico thing came from got it i thought it was some kind of like variety show i didn't understand what show was being filmed so i thought tay was gonna be in an appearance but you're saying people were thinking he was just going to support his friends like to be in that variety show oh so he was that's okay well i mean he wasn't period right but like right yeah that's what they were saying that's why they were saying he was going to mexico but i'm like was that just an assumption like where do they get that info like just because his friends are filming a show in mexico doesn't mean that he has to go so like why did they i don't know yeah (laughs) just like i don't understand with like june like as we were hopping on the track it was dropping that june is going to new york and like you pointed out people were reusing old photos from japan in addition to the new photos just like adding to the chaos which is a side tangent but like how do they know he's going to new york i mean some of it like i guess like hype does post their schedules maybe it's available online somewhere 
for the public ones, but like just wild because it's like within five minutes. It's not even like, oh, June was spotted in New York. Like he's at the airport and you know he's going to New York. Yeah. Which like, what is June doing in New York? Because it was supposedly for some kind of like comeback or promotional schedule. I don't so know. like if my man's about to have a concert tomorrow, like <laughs> foaming, feral, unhinged, need to get to New York ASAP. I would assume not a concert. I would hope if it was like, oh, good morning America, like he would like they would release that information so that people could show up. <laughs> but what if like some I don't know, they're doing weird stuff lately. Like Hobie had his listening party like Namjoon listening party at some club in Brooklyn like let me have my YN moment <laughs> ma'am that's exclusive <laughs> I'm sorry but we wouldn't get an invite <laughs> we're not there yet a girl can dream okay <laughs> be like no it's not me I I know the oh Helen knows the owner anyway this is an embarrassment <laughs> podcast but yeah yeah mm. being in the same time zone as june stressing me out well not yet right now he's somewhere probably over the pacific ocean or the north pole <laughs> i guess time will tell or likely still chilling in the airport lounge um i mean jk and cutter we we already talked about is there anyone else somewhere that I haven't mentioned that I don't know about? Who knows? Every time I turn my head, Jim is in the studio. He could be, I don't know, in the UK right now doing something. I don't know. This guy's <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> who knows? Um, this just in. I see that BTS has won at the AMAs. Three awards. Favorite pop duo or group. Favorite K-pop artist. And AMAs fan favorite. So congratulations wow. to BTS. The fact that I didn't even watch it this year. But congrats it's to them. on at this very moment. So I, I saw like, that they had won best duo or group. And this was the fourth year they've won it. 2019 was four years ago and i was that julia roberts meme with like all the calculations <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like how was 2019 four years ago crazy right 2022 2021 2020 yeah 2019 i have to count backwards because i can't believe it <laughs> yeah i was wondering if we were going to be able to make the announcements because it was originally on our list and i took it off but i was like i don't think we can announce this since we're recording at the same time as the show is happening, but luckily we're running late. <laughs> they they won their awards early. I saw um again, I, I said this before, I don't follow any other groups, but I saw that TXT was at the AMAs and people were going feral over their outfits, and one member was in like a fur coat and they showed Hobie in like his fur coat and I retweeted it but it was like this table is for like wealthy widows whose like husbands died under mysterious circumstances only (laughs) it was like this like very specific aesthetic so anyway I was chuckling at the fashion take might have to search this yeah (laughs) it's all Hobie being a fashion forward king honestly 
at least on the BTS side, there was no one other than Hobie in the post. <laughs> um, I guess on the topic of awards, you had flagged the Grammy nominations. Do you want to dive into that? Sure. Uh, so BTS was nominated for three Grammys, or is it technically two? I'm not entirely sure, but we have um, this is album of the year, right? I think it's album of the year, not artist of the year. So, <laughs> um, music of the Spears was nominated. Coldplay's music of the Spears was nominated. Um. And I think with this award, artists featuring on the album also get recognized. I hope that's the case. So BTS could possibly win via this award. I think this one was debatable. I think this is the one that was debatable about whether they would actually receive a Grammy just for being featured on the album. Um. Yeah, that's kind of indirect. I don't know the breakdown there. Yeah, some of them you can be. Like, I'm not going to go into details, but some of the awards, like, you don't have to be the the person, like the actual artist. You could be, you could receive an award just for like working with the person as well. Um. Got it. So this one might be debatable but music of the spears is up for album of the year there's a lot of um big names here you have abba with voyage adele with 30 Ooh, i'm gonna mess this up un verano senti bad bunny i don't know if i said that right yeah excuse me (laughs) if i said that wrong um renaissance beyonce Good Morning Gorgeous, Mary J. Blodge. I didn't even know Mary put an album out this year. And These Silent Days by Brandy Carlisle. Music of the Spears. Missing Around, The Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar, Special, Lizzo, and Harry's House, Harry Styles. I did not know that was the name of that album. Um, but yeah. Well, I have good contenders here, so we'll see. Um, We also have a nomination with pop duo slash group performance. Um, My Universe by Coldplay featuring BTS. Um, We also have Don't Shut Me Down by ABBA, um, Bam Bam, Camila Cabello, and Ed Sheeran. I Like You, A Happier Song, Post Malone and Doja Cat, and then Unholy, Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Again, this would be like with Coldplay. I mean, obviously they're like specifically on that track. I mean, it doesn't matter how I feel. A Grammy's a Grammy, but personally, I would love to see them like win on their own. Yeah. But a nom this... is a nom, and if they win it, all <laughs> that will be awesome. Right. This one, I know for sure they could get an award for. Exactly. Yeah. So that'd be awesome. Um, and then there's best music video. <laughs> Yet to come, which is huge. That's surprising, but like great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're getting nominated for a korean song this is the first yeah. time 
Because others were like dynamite and. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it'd be awesome if they could win for this. They're up against Easy on Me by Adele, Woman by Doja Cat, The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar, As It Was by Harry Styles, and All Too Well, the short film, which is by Taylor Swift. I didn't write it here, but. Um, tough competition there, too, so. I don't know. It would be awesome if they won any of these, honestly. It would. It would. And they can finally have the Grammy win that we know they want so badly. Um, I know. Yet to Come would be so special because that's like their parting single or whatever. And it has like shout outs to all their other singles, you know, over the years. That would just be like really emotional. Yeah. But as you say, the competition's stiff and, and we've talked about the Grammys before. So I know you never really know what will happen. No. I'm like, okay, why did they why did why haven't they been getting nominated for um like album packaging? Like they did Yeah, that was like twenty nineteen. Like yeah. For Tier. I think it was for Tier. It was for Tier. Did they win that one or was that a nom? It it was just a nom. Yeah. And I don't think that they would have won it. I don't know if their name was on it. Or if it was just the artist. I don't know, because I remember people being like, well, now we can say Grammy-nominated BTS, right? And mm-hmm. people were like, for packaging, right? <laughs> so, like, if they want it, could you say, like, Grammy-winner BTS? like, Or that they have, like, a Grammy-winning album, technically? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I think, anyway. like, the proof packaging could definitely like qualify as being grammy nominated yeah i was gonna say did it come out in time for that but yes because yet to come is on here (laughs) exactly like absolutely it could have especially the collector's edition right right i'm just like why why haven't they been nominated for that since then anyway that is odd yeah the grammy's just Again, refer back to our other episodes, but it just feels extremely arbitrary. Right. Anyway. Still crossing my fingers, even though the Grammys gets on my nerves. (laughs) Of course. I want them to have what they want, so that's where I'm at with the Grammys right now. Right. Another music show news. Um, Hobie's getting his own solo stage at Mama. I'm surprised at how quickly Mama is coming up already. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I have, like, no idea when these award shows begin. I don't know which one comes first. I don't know when they occur. Yeah, they've been rolling out the Mama uh, performers for a minute now, and I was wondering if BTS was going to perform in any capacity at Mama. Um, and it looks like so far, J-Hope would be the only one performing. But it says J-Hope is practicing hard to once again create a performance that goes down in Mama history, so. I'm ready. He's gonna bring it. already, you know. Yeah, I read that and was like, I'm scared and excited <laughs> at the same time. 
I've been having like Hobie Palooza flashbacks recently. I was listening to Jack in the Box in my car because I was going about my weekend this weekend and I was like, did that really happen? <laughs> when yeah, I think about like iconic BTS performances, that ranks way up there. And the fact that we were there, it was just like the whole experience was such a fever dream to this day. I'm still like, did that really happen? Yeah. All right. I wonder if June will do anything because his like album is dropping right around all of these shows, but like it might be too late in the game unless they already know and they're just sitting on it. But like he's also doing that show. He's also in New York. Like I don't know what the timing would be. Yeah. When does his show start? I'm like, has it started already? I see clips on YouTube, but they're like only like eight minutes long and i'm like no way the show is this short no i think they're teaser clips the show's supposed to start on december 2nd okay weren't you talking about the possibility of namjoon performing at something in the water festival i was yes well not on the track but i saw did i talk about it on the track maybe in passing so pharrell has this festival he's responsible for called something in the water I guess it's been in D.C. the last few years. This year, it's going back to his hometown of Virginia Beach, which is pretty... It's not too far from D.C., but it's like a ton, a ton, a ton of huge, um, huge name artists. I was looking at the lineup, and I'm like, already you have people this big announced, and then under Pharrell it's like Pharrell has his new album like and friends and like he's bringing friends and I'm like ha, ha, ha. and I saw people were tweeting about it and I was like haha unless so that's like <laughs> another reason I'm panicked about June just like doing a performance like I swear part of me was like I'm no different than like prospecting for gold or like investing in crypto I was like should I just buy something in the water festival ticket now and then like sell it if june's not announced so i can get it before it like skyrockets in price you know (laughs) like yeah book an airbnb and cancel later like i don't know yeah i think something in the water festival was only held at dc last year um for the first time because i think pharrell's like family member i don't know if his cousin his nephew someone in his family was killed in virginia beach like I don't recall the circumstances, but I believe he didn't want to host a festival in Virginia Beach because of that instance. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Um, But I was seeing people, you know, um, post about something in the water in D.C., and they were just saying how horrible it was to be on concrete all day. (laughs) Like, there's no Uh, grass. Yeah. I know (laughs) how horrible it was to stand on grass all day, so. (laughs) And like this exactly and the stages weren't like spread out well so you were just like in the middle of like two different stages so i'm sure that was chaotic i think at one point they were even like refusing to let people into the festival because it was too many people i'm like you paid for that how can you yeah exactly if i have a ticket how are you not letting me in so um i hope if it moves back to Virginia Beach, it's better. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it was like in Virginia Beach. So, if he does come, it would be nice to know, because I recall the tickets were really expensive. 
don't know if those were just VIP tickets or they were just really expensive in general, but it was like way more than what we paid for Hopi Palooza. But uh, that could be like a three day pass too. I think VIP at something in the water is working the same way as VIP at at Lollapalooza, where it seemed like you get water, you're like in a shaded tent, you're probably elevated, but you're probably at the back. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I do remember him also promoting that he was having like Anne friends show up. I think that's why like Justin Timberlake came out. And like a few other people. So like Anne Friends is like a regular thing. It's not like necessarily because of his album being called Friends. But it could be possible that he could show up. Who knows? Yeah, it's purely speculative at this point. I saw people being like, all the signs point to yes. But also it's still kind of far away. Like, is it in June? Yeah, it's, it's like November <laughs> right now. It's not anytime soon. <sighs> yeah, so I'm like, do I just buy a ticket and like sit and hold? <laughs> buy low, sell high. Buy low, keep when June is announced. Do not sell. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? That was not on our list, but I am watching. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what that would be like seeing June at something in the water? Like, <laughs> just like transcend to a higher plane of existence. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like giggling just thinking about it. I mean, if Hobie Palooza was insane, I imagine this would be equally as insane. Toby Palooza was, like, also a transcendent, like, experience, honestly. I was so tired. My knees were hurting. My hips were hurting. Like, my feet. I've never experienced so much joint pain at once. (laughs) And I was, like, really worried because, like, the Kid Leroy was right before, you know, we talked about the fan situation, like, people pushing and being salty. And I was really, like, am I going to make it? And then, like, Hobie came out and I was suddenly fine. After, like, eight hours plus. It was more than eight hours. It was, like, 12 hours. Yeah. In, like, the Chicago summer sun. Like, I was going to say dehydrated, but that's false. Because I drank that entire backpack of water. Which is, <laughs> <just> like... <laughs> Like, I don't know, having my sunscreen confiscated, like, having to go through the medical check. Like, I don't know. Everything was just, like, a mess. But, like, Hobie came out and everything was okay. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is that? A rush of adrenaline? Endorphins? Yeah. (laughs) Combination? I don't know. Just instantly. Yeah. (laughs) Instantly fine. Yeah. And I remember telling you afterwards, because, like, I had to go really far on the train to get back to my cousin. You had to take the train to your hotel. And we were, like, saying, I don't know if you said this. I said this to you. I will literally not do this for anyone but Bangtan. Like, 
at my physical limit and yet like pondering whether Namjoon's going to something in the water I'm easily like oh, yeah I could do this again <laughs> just like get the orthopedics like I'm wearing like insanely comfy clothes <laughs> yeah know. now we have the experience we know how to attempt to fix it what would you say is the number one thing that you would need to fix to have something in the water be even more successful don't share a water bottle (laughs) 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 rule number one to this day though like did i get it from you did you get it from me like did i get it from that dude on the train did we get it at dinner like was it just a miasma of like around (laughs) i truly thought that you had like one of those I don't even know what you call that. One of those like push-up tops that you drink from. So I was like, I can just use this lid. It's fine. Like we're not drinking from the same thing. (laughs) Jesus. I remember also thinking like, wow, that's so like, we really are friends. Like (laughs) in 2022, like risking risking it all and then we both got COVID man I did not think we were sharing a drink for real (laughs) (laughs) that is a pre-2019 thing but we did it I was so thirsty (laughs) I should have drank out of the backpack period and like you had my water bottle that's what we should have done you had water right but you just like chugged through it what happened we were at we weren't at the festival yet. What? So I didn't have an opportunity to like fill it up. We were at Starbucks, Wait. remember? Oh my god. It wasn't even at the- It was yeah, we weren't even at the festival yet. We were at Starbucks like, say, trying to use were the bathroom. Hydration. Oh my god. Yeah, we were at Starbucks <laughs> trying to use the bathroom. I had that nasty ass cake pop. <laughs> So I was trying to hydrate. Honestly, this is the travails <laughs> of capitalism. Just have public bathrooms available. So we don't have to buy a cake pop and you don't need to cleanse your mouth. <laughs> I still <laughs> Exactly. I still think it was that dinner before though, because like everyone was sick. <laughs> I, still I wasn't think even was at that day. table. <laughs> Which is the wild thing. Ugh. The timing of it all. Well, and I sat next to that really weird dude on the train who kept, like, bumping me to the point I was like, is he, like, harassing me and I'm just oblivious? (laughs) And then, like, he was coughing and I was like, did I get it from him? And then I brought it to the dinner, but, like, no one at my table got sick. Was I just breathing on the other table? (laughs) (laughs) That makes no sense. Yeah, it's random. Um, anyway. We're going to cut, like, probably most of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I guess... What? How long are we on time? (laughs) An hour? Okay. We're going to have to do a part three of things we missed, but things just keep piling up, so it might just be, like, a forever ongoing series. Plot twist. It's just a podcast. One one other thing. Oh. Oh. I was going to say, I think we can quickly talk about these two gin things yeah yeah i think okay. we should. 
I was just going to mention on the travel front, um, Tay posted on his stories today, he was leaving Paris and I saw a video that people were like, don't circulate. And I'm like, well, it's here on my timeline. So I don't, (laughs) I don't know. Like what? I'm sorry. But people were absolutely mobbing him in the Paris (gasps) airport. Like it was out of control. Like pushing, I guess someone got like knocked down because in his post he said like, I'm always worried about army and like fans like is everyone okay like I want to see you but like I always think about these unsafe situations I'm like extremely paraphrasing him here so but it was basically like is everyone okay so I guess someone like fell down but like (sighs) like the crowd was scary it was scary I'm like people like trying to get close and like reaching hands out and like he had on this like I don't know like hood thing there's got to be a better name but like a white fuzzy hood and like sunglasses and headphones like dude was in his own world but people are still just like grabbing at him and I'm like I didn't investigate further again people were like weird about the clip and I didn't really want to dive into it but like where is this security like I assume they were there or they just like overwhelmed like why wasn't there a celeb entrance like you can pay to be in like a private area or to be like brought to the plane at the last minute via car at least in the U.S. maybe it's different in France but like it just it's really sad it's really scary and sad how did they know he was even leaving like again are people just like lurking there waiting and then it's like one person sends a message and everyone clusters like i have no idea it's so scary like leave him alone we got a bit more gin promo yes We got Uto's log. Did you watch that? I didn't. Do you want to talk about it? Um, it was Did pretty quick. It? it was pretty quick. It was like thirty minutes, and it was showing Jin in the studio with Chris Martin. Not physically, they were virtually in the studio, which I thought was pretty cool. He was like giving him feedback on certain lines from the song. I'm assuming that's how they carried out the entire process. Um. Wow. So that was cool. We got to see him recording for the astronaut. Um, And I didn't write down notes. So now I'm blanking on what I watched last night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was like answering some questions about um, the astronaut and like the the filming process. We've kind of seen some of this stuff already. He was talking about like the child actors pinching his cheeks and stuff like that. Um, we saw him like in the process of picking out that wig or like putting the wig on which I also <laughs> thought was interesting the gin wig agenda 2022 I, is I think, strong. yeah I'm like I think there's two different wigs there's like a lighter brown one and there's like a darker one I'm just wow. intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Um, 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I suck because I cannot recall now. I do recall from... I think it was from his V-Live. Everything is fusing together because I just watched like a bazillion things in succession. <laughs> exactly. Um, And this, I was reading through the, the Spanish um, captions. So again, paraphrase. But um, he said something about like, yeah, I created him because like, about like Wuto, like, because he's cute and like a non, I forget what he said. It was something like really sentimental about like he created him for like army or like as a way to interact with army and then he's like or just because he's cute and i was like yeah this is pretty on brand he's like something sentimental and then something cute and funny wait i did take a few notes excellent because what you just said reminded me um They they also showed the process of him making Wuta, and it was like, uh, <laughs> these different versions of him, which is kind of funny, like, seeing the process to get to the final version, which is much cuter than what they were originally proposing. <laughs> they even, like, created these giant pillows, um, to, like, simulate, I guess, what Wuta would look like, and it was... He was like long. <laughs> he was like like kind of kind of more like Baymax ish, but not as round. <laughs> um. But yeah, Jin like there was like notes where Jin was like, "No, that's not it." <laughs> like, can you make it more like this? I think they were trying to go with like a body pillow feel at first. <laughs> Um, but the body pillow would have been huge. Um, the the shipping on that alone, <laughs> it was so big. It was like the biggest pillow. Um, but yeah, the final design is cute. Anything that has like a big head and like a small body automatically just gets ten times cuter. Which also has no mouth, so it's like Hello Kitty. <laughs> there's some formula to this kind of also like BC21 and Tiny Ton and the sum they all have like big heads and little bodies <laughs> and their little bodies are like plump they have little bellies yes <laughs> There's a formula to this. I'll sure. scream about that on the daily. <laughs> um, but I'm assuming we're gonna get like Wuto related merch, unless it's already come out yeah. and I've missed it. <laughs> but there was like clothes involved. Oh wow. Um, and like of course the doll itself. So I'm assuming that's gonna come out at some point. So get your wallets ready. Watch it drop well... this week. <laughs> Speaking of merch, and we can dive into it later if you want, I swear, um, in Jen's four-part alcohol journey, this is a spoiler, so, like, skip ahead 30 seconds if you haven't finished it. At the end, he's, like, gifted the alcohol because he said he wanted to give it to his friends, and, like, the his, like, master alcohol maker, the, like, 
I don't know, whatever that guy's formal title is. He said, um, like, I'm, I'm gifting this to you. It's yours to do with what you want. I'm like, is Hype going to, like, license us? Like, Artisan, like, Makgeolli, like, with Jin's brand. And, like, then he's telling all his sauce recipes, like, for free to his friends when he's cooking for them. And I'm like, Hype is, like, screaming at him because they could sell us, like, food items. <laughs> and he keeps talking about going into business with that guy. And I'm like, my spidey senses are tingling. So once we get past the, like, Wuto merch, there might be, like, food items. Yeah, I don't know. I thought the the teacher said that he would give him the recipe on the condition that Jen would like share this in the sense that he would like have to open up his own brewery. Right. Is there a cafe or bar we're going to have to visit in the future? Like he said he had to continue being a student of like making alcohol in order for him to get the recipe. It was kind of ambiguous though, if that just meant like continue to learn and grow and like make it for fun or like actually pursue something professional. I don't know. Yeah. Have you heard of or been to like I think it's called 16 bit. It's Mm-mm. like a video game bar, like an arcade type like video game bar. That's what I'm envisioning Jin will do. Will be traditional alcohol and video games. <laughs> <laughs> Might be fun. To be fair, 16 bit is more like as far as I know like arcade or like I don't know party rooms i have not been but my friends have talked about it but that's what Mm. i'm envisioning not sponsored just what i think jen's bar cafe lounge situation might look like he seemed really um really into this process after watching all four episodes which i'm assuming this is the end with the way it left off yeah. Um. Yeah, but he was like really into it. The amount of times they were swishing that rice around. My arm was hurting just watching that. Oh my god! Or just like having to move all of that rice. It looks so heavy. I think they um, said it was eight kg. Is that like sixteen or twenty pounds of rice? Mm. I don't know because anyway. I can't convert anything. In my head, <laughs> but hang on. How many pounds? U.S. Is metrics eight? messing us up. What? <laughs> I said U.S. metrics messing us up. Seventeen point six four pounds. Hmm. According to my watch assistant. So yeah, Jen's trucking around eighteen pounds of rice. Hot rice. It was hot. <laughs> I was like, how is he not burning himself right now? I know he had those gloves <laughs> on, but they didn't look that thick. Well, and when he had to lift it out, like, it was just his shirt, right? Like, his body is right there next to the steam. Yeah. It was funny because his friend, Mr. Peck, was, like, heckling him. Being like, oh, Jin's skin is thin. I'm like, Mr. Peck, like, <laughs> I think we cut this last time, but, like, dude mad irritates me. I'll just say it. Like, I don't know him personally, but, like, I'm like, please pipe down. <laughs> and then, like, he puts his hand on that, like upside down uh like container they were steaming and also like burns his hand and the teacher just like has his hand resting on it like it's nothing which i guess when you're like a master alcohol maker yeah that's a day in the life for you but it's kind of funny yeah i was really like trying to understand the process of it i was getting impatient i'm like how okay how does this end though like <laughs> what is the process of this fermented rice 
I didn't realize it was going to because when they made the rice, it like absorbed all the water. But then somehow it gets into the pot and then more liquid somehow comes out. I was confused about what the process was. Well, but then later when they're in the car, I think it's like episode three, Jin says he was adding more water to it. Mm, so I don't know if like you have to water your rice every day like you water a plant or like Mm. yeah okay I do think it's a bit off because I think we cut it from the last episode but I was like what is the purpose of this or like why and like during the first one like basically we spent like 35 minutes watching them make rice because we don't even see the fermentation process they're like washing the rice then steam cooking the rice, then, like, laying it out to dry. So, like, that was a big chunk of time, I guess, to see the process. But then, like, they're actually done making the alcohol, I don't know, in, like, episode two, and the rest is just them, like, cooking and having a competition and going around that market and, like, distilling it further and, like, drinking with their friends, you know? So, like, the actual making it was only, like, one and a half episodes. Yeah. I was, like, the last two episodes were just them shooting the I don't even know who the other guy was that came along. I caught his name was Nam Gil, but I did not. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. Um, I recognized his face, but I couldn't tell you like yeah. from where. I know they said he's an actor, but like yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they were just sitting around chilling, eating, drinking their <laughs> their alcohol. It was giving me in the soup vibes in that same vein, right? Like sitting around shooting the shit. It was. They really perfected the like drone footage panorama view and in the soup, like just the angles, like watching them do like the countryside shots in episode three. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was quite funny seeing them go into that supermarket and like no one knew who Jin was. I was wondering if that was staged. Like, how? But then I realized, like, that other guy, I think he lives there, or maybe that's his, like, vacation house. I, I also tell- just think that it was a bunch of, like, middle-aged, older women that probably constantly see, like, Chef Big on TV <laughs> and, like, watched him and have been watching him for, like, decades. So they know who he is instantly. I couldn't figure out, like, was Jen upset about it? Like, was he hamming it up for the camera? Was he, because, like, he was like, wow, it's been so long. Like, when they were back in the car, it's been so long since I wasn't recognized. But he was kind of, like, awkwardly laughing in the cafe and I, or in the, like, <laughs> traditional market. And I'm like, what's the vibe here? Like, how upset are you? Is this cool or do you hate it? It's probably humbling. they probably like know of bts it's probably like i know who bts are but like don't know face (laughs) yeah they didn't even yeah yeah well i was thinking i know face but not name and i'm like they didn't even know face (laughs) they (laughs) don't know face they know name but like would they know jen's name specifically or any member's name specifically, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Like, unless they're, like, avid fans, or just, like, fans in general. They probably know of them. But might not be able to pick one out in the crowd. 
or maybe a few of them but not all there was like a younger person that walked by really quickly and they were in all sweats and like slides and i'm like imagine you're in your town an hour <laughs> just out about buying your groceries and like you're in your sweatsuit like minding your business and suddenly bts Jin is there like what do you do i would be like yeah. this is my sign like this is my <laughs> final straw like <laughs> you're done immediately yeah. now especially like a traditional like artisan market populated primarily with middle-aged people you're like i'm just gonna go do my thing <laughs> psych <laughs> what do you do yeah i'm like maybe we can cut i'm trying to think like okay there's let's just say we were at a market and we saw like bts Jin, but he was with someone else that we know of but we don't care about as much. Like it would probably be the same situation for us. <laughs> like we would be super excited to see BTS Jin because we see him all the time and we're like super fans of him. But if we saw him with like Matthew McConaughey, like Matthew McConaughey is famous, but we don't care. <laughs> like we want to see BTS Jin. <laughs> right. I'm assuming it's like similar in their eyes. I got confused views yes yeah i'm sure you're right they're like oh bts jen is here like bonus it was funny how quickly like a crowd assembled and they're like following them around the market and they're like who wants a taste of makgeolli and they're like boom hands are flying up I was exactly like, none of us are playing it coy in the market here today like no one's acting cool like you're <laughs> i was but- like can you drink on the job <laughs> there was workers drinking <laughs> I know. Well, the one lady was like, no thanks. And he's like, oh, it's the work day. I think she was like the third person. They bought like a bunch of honey from her. But then like the second person, so they gave alcohol to two women like manning the stalls. The second woman was like shooting the entire cup back. And I was like, this is (laughs) like A, kind of relatable, but B, also like even they were commenting like, are you going to be able to work after this? (laughs) Also in the US, if someone's like, hey, do you want to taste this like basically moonshine i made literally in my bathtub you should probably say no (laughs) i mean this is like i was like this is like a cultural difference if someone's like do you want to try this like i brewed it myself i feel like i'm good thank you though yolo (laughs) like is it better or worse that they have a camera crew like are you more likely or less likely to drink because in america i feel like i'm like what's all this (laughs) but if the person serving you is chef bacon bts gin <laughs> i mean if i see gin i'm like give me the cup <laughs> exactly all safety flies out the window it changed the scenario a little bit i'd be like who's this middle-aged man <laughs> suddenly i'm saying yes to anything they hand me <laughs> should we like say this on the track peer pressure everyone be safe make good choices <laughs> exactly I may or may not endorse this behavior. There's also cameras around, so you're doing stuff that you wouldn't normally do. Because of cameras. <laughs> I got confused relating to their alcohol. Was gin number one and Chef Pake was number two? I or can't. was it the other way? I, I'm like, it almost seemed like the chef switched it around at one point, too. I was like, I don't know. I can't keep track of 
well, what's number one thought, and what's number two anymore the whole time i thought Jin was one of, i thought he was number one and then i was like is he number two like it did kind of change part way it seemed like and they weren't even sure going in because he was like yours was the one with the white cap you know like <laughs> they were debating it in the parking lot but like whatever at the end they're leaving and Jin's like that was really humbling whatever but Chef Pig was like, a lot of the people who know, like, Makgoli really liked yours. And, like, the I think he said, like, the younger people and his insinuation was, like, who didn't have as much of a developed palate, like, liked his. And Jin was roasting him for putting sugar in his. And that came up a few times about, like, Chef Pig putting a lot of, like, sugar in his food. So I wonder if he had some kind of, like, scandal or, like, past discussion or is like known for putting a lot of sugar in his food because it came up repeatedly mm. but like chef Bake was like i did not put sugar in this but like <laughs> why do all the people with experience drinking like like yours and i was like interesting but also it all comes down to personal preference so like why even go into right. a grocery store and after offer random people your your drink yeah and it seemed like the score was pretty even yeah even At the uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say even the teacher gave Jin like a seventy five percent pass on his test. That was like a C at my high school, though. I was like, Ugh. it's definitely a C. <laughs> seventy five <laughs> was a strong C. He <laughs> <laughs> <You> passed. <laughs> he was like good for a first try. The teacher was such a funny guy, like. There was one time, I think it was the end of the first episode or early second ep, Jin was, like, being cute or something, and, like, the caption said, like, the teacher's not used to Jin's cuteness, but I'm like, what you mean to say is the teacher has no reaction to Jin's cuteness. Like, <laughs> the teacher is just, like, I don't know if he's such, like, a scholar or, like, so in his head about the process. Like, there was no reaction. Like, yeah. I'm sure Jin is used to people like swooning or laughing or otherwise like engaging and the teacher's like put your back into it like let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah in my notes I put like why would Jin agree to this he basically has like backseat like agreed to be backseat driven by like two middle aged men like other than the introduction like why was Chef Big like there with them right like <laughs> It was basically Jin and the teacher, and he's just like, Jin, what are you doing? Jin, go faster. Jin, you're slopping the rice around. I'd be like, look, Chef Bake, can we talk <laughs> outside for a second? <laughs> they have a funny dynamic. It seems like um, typical Korean humor, so I get why he was there. From what I've seen on like other shows, like that kind of banter. Yeah. And it, they seem more relaxed when it was just the two of them or like Jin and his friend. It was something about the dynamic with like the expert maker, Chef Bake and Jin that I was like, this is stressing me out. <laughs> I think like you said on the first one, the first, the last episode we did, that this was pretty much like to promote Korean culture. Chef Bake said it at some point that he was like saying that we should be like exporting like traditional korean like alcohol like the process of it and like trying to promote like korean culture through this way like through food and stuff like that so i think that that's exactly what this show was 
but also promo for Jen. I think it was the final episode, but it was so funny. Like Chef Bake was cooking, um, <laughs> and Jen's like, "Wait, can I get in? Like, it's my show after all." And he says it like three or four times. Like, yeah, he wants to be in the center shot. But it's funny you <laughs> mentioned the alcohol thing with Chef Bake because if he said it once, he said it like four times. Like, and I was like, "This is how you know he's like getting tipsier the more they drink because like this is his thing." You know how someone's like, I get drunk and I'll talk about like whatever for 45 minutes like chef bake was like we have to change the drinking culture in this country he said that like three times <laughs> and i was like this is like his yeah. topic like this is his hill that he's gonna die on to use that expression like, but that seems to be like his thing in general like wasn't on the run bts episode he was like promoting the use of like spam like he was basically saying that like they had to like I don't know. Like, it was good to utilize, like, pork in, like, certain ways. And, like, spam was one of them. I can't recall. It seems exactly to be what his he was whole saying. vibe. So, yeah. 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 Like, traditional yeah. recipes, how things used to be done. He kind of seemed like a purist at times. But, like, I get it. You need people like that, right? Like, but even he said he doesn't cook that way every day right like yeah but like keeping traditions alive so i feel like i have a really like weak mouth (laughs) 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 here's our 30 second clip nothing else just (laughs) you saying i have a weak mouth the way that they were in general they just eat straight from like the pan like just like it'll be on that pan frying sizzling hot and they're like eating it while they're cooking steaming hot and they just throw like that hot ass tofu in their mouth <laughs> like is your is your tongue not scalded like <laughs> but they're like mm, delicious i'm like i would be sitting there blowing on that for like 20 minutes i'd be annoying <laughs> so here's the difference between you and me because i did not even think once about that but I would watch Chef Pick bring out his 40 proof alcohol, like his 40 proof soju that he had made in like March or whatever. And they're talking about it and they're like, "Mm, yeah, it has that like whiskey aftertaste. And I'm like, it's your esophagus burning. It's just like burning all the way down. And they're like, oh, that's so good. But like they keep grimacing like they're in pain. And I'm like, just thinking back to Yoongi drinking that like 70 proof whiskey or whatever. But I'm like... (laughs) My throat is on fire just watching this. Like, <laughs> And they're just like sitting on his kitchen counter, like distilling it further. And I'm like, these guys are just like some bros that are drunk, like <laughs> experimenting. Just watching BTS in general, I'm like, does your mouth not burn? Like, this looks so hot. Not like spicy hot. Like, this is, there's steam coming off of this. Like, <laughs> It is hot. <laughs> and they're like just gulping it down. If we take our trip to Korea, I'll say when we take our trip to Korea, we're going to have to be aware of this. Like, side plate, Juseo. Like, I need to let this sit for a second. <laughs> like, catch the foreigners. Not because we obviously look like foreigners, but you just see a bunch of us just like blowing on our noodles. <laughs> and everyone's like, why are they waiting for the meat to get cold? Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We're just gonna be like completely <laughs> roasted. 
everyone around us like looking at us. And if we keep studying, we'll know that they're roasting us. <laughs> exactly. Actually, there's my motivation to study. If you're shit talking to me, I want to know about it. <laughs> at one point, Chef Bake said something like he was mad that Jin's alcohol turned out like so good on the first try. And he's like, I made 12 batches and like one came out and you made one batch and it came out tasting this good. He was like, I'm kind of mad right now. And that was like my redemption arc with Chef Bake because I told you like at other times I was kind of like, this is really like what's up with this but like i was like when i say that like jungkook's good at everything and it pisses me off like that's the exact mood that's exactly what i mean and like <laughs> just like whenever i get like angry that like yoongi's like toying with us i'm like why are you so powerful like chef bake's mood i was like in my notes i'm like a chef bacon earth sign like i feel this deeply <laughs> i wonder what wait Pause. What is Chef Bake's astrological sign? Watch him be a Virgo. <laughs> I want to know. Wait, this is hot on the track, like unplanned. Let's see. When's his birthday? September 4th. He's a September <laughs> Virgo. I knew it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I <laughs> Off the strength of him being annoyed about somebody doing better than him. It's like you want people to do well, but like you also want them to like have to try. I can't explain it. Like I don't know. You want them to do well, but not better than you. <laughs> when you say it like that, it sounds so toxic. <laughs> Maybe we have many good traits, and this is our toxic trait. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, okay, Chef Bake, I see you. <laughs> and it turns out I did see him. <laughs> that is hilarious. It's all making sense now. Actually, that's funny, because now I'm going to view this in the lens of, like, this is what a Virgo, like, Sagittarius friendship would look like. Like, I've always talked about, like, would would like how would we vibe with like each member of bts and stuff <laughs> mm. now i'm gonna be like i need to rewatch this with a new lens <laughs> being petty in front of the teacher <laughs> being really competitive about who's soju's better having some obscure equipment to like homebrew something because <laughs> i Wait. was kind of like i don't understand <laughs> this like alcohol thing like i would enjoy drinking it but like this seems just like a lot of effort but i'm always like oh i want to make my own ice cream or like i want to do like xyz thing or i want to like so from like a making perspective i understand having like a food hobby i could see why just because it's not my particular hobby like it's good that there's people who have this hobby mm. i can consume the fruits of their arm labor man my arms would just fall off it's funny the the like alcohol expert scholar maker whatever <laughs> he like doesn't even drink that's i mean he he like takes small sips but it's just funny and he was roasting chef bake for drinking too much 
I'm like, is it like you just spend so much time doing it, you have no desire for it? It's like my grandmother's on Thanksgiving and Christmas. They spend like all freaking days, not even the, starting from the day before, like making that food. And then they barely eat any of it. It's like, I don't even want this. <laughs> like, I've just spent so much time and effort putting it into this. I don't even want this food right now. I'm just, I just want to sit down. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> that was the energy it was giving. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that being the case. It's probably like chefs or like, I was recently watching uh, Great British Bake Off, but like, they just take like small bites of the cake where I would be like going ham on the cake. But like when you're constantly surrounded for work or for, you know, like as you pointed out, like all day for a family holiday, like you're more interested in the activity of it or like in the case of this like expert, like the intellectual, cultural, historical preservation of it than like actually drinking it. Because I'm sure yeah. your research is like different grains of rice or like different like fermentation procedures and what container is best for it like you're just fried and you're like i just want a beer or like give me a margarita yeah maybe he did at one point but now he's just like i don't i don't really care like i don't need to have this all the time i've tasted enough macaulay to last me like four lifetimes like (laughs) right I'm trying to see what else is in my notes. Did you have any other notes about this alcohol series? No. Thought it was cool to see Jin getting into another hobby. You know, he likes gaming. Clearly, he likes food. It was pretty apparent during the Young G thing that he likes alcohol, but I wasn't sure how much, but it's clear that he's, like, really into alcohol. When he was describing his, like, perfect drinking session, I was, like, really manifesting that. Like, he was, like, I'm at home in comfy clothes in, like, a warm environment. I was, like, ooh, the introvert is strong. Like, 10 out of 10 can relate. He did say that alcohol or drinking broadcasts were his favorite kind of broadcast, and I was instantly taken back to like nothing much prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Jen is bold while wearing a white turtleneck while drinking and eating kimchi. I'd be covered in all splatters. (laughs) Yeah. I would have had oil popped on me from that little pan they were cooking it on. Definitely would have dropped that like that little red dish he made. <laughs> yeah. On my lap. Definitely. It's not on my shirt, it's on my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Literally. I need a bib when I eat. <laughs> right. If we're ever on an eating broadcast, like all black everything, napkins, <laughs> wipes, tied to go pens. <laughs> Um, Jin voicing his intrusive thoughts he's like carrying the 18 pounds of rice and he's like it would be bad if I dropped all of this and I was like true but why say that <laughs> like don't tempt the universe <laughs> um, 
Oh yeah, the well, teacher. I I wrote the note. Bro just sticks his hand into the steaming pot to pull out that like wrapper, that like piece of cloth they have. Yeah, I was like, this guy is invincible. His hand is straight up in there, and I'm like, well, this is why he's the expert teacher. Like, yeah, (laughs) he fears nothing. Mm. Oh yeah, the teacher when he roasted Mr. Pig said, "Mr. Pig will die early." I'm like, he's standing right there. (laughs) I didn't catch that one. Dang, (laughs) that was when he was talking about like how much he drinks or whatever. I'm like, on camera, like. Um, um, I wrote so they're in that cafe and Mr. Pig is like if it's sour you may have failed and I was like why so eager to fail but now we know why something i wanted to flag oh it was at the end when they're drinking like first thing in the morning (laughs) i mean i guess people do that when they wake up hungover people will like have a drink to like take the edge off but that's like really intense and mr pick is like heroes drink all day and then Mm -hmm. he's like but then he also says like people shouldn't copy this so i was just wondering about like the culture of like drinking in the morning in the u.s because my notes are like the puritans are screaming we definitely get up and we're like mm-hmm, brunch and we're like mimosas or something else. Right? I wrote mimosas in my notes too, so I'm like, why why are we okay with it, but only like in certain contexts? <laughs> yeah. Because like, it's sometimes scandalous to drink before noon, but like brunch is a thing, mimosas are a thing, Bloody Marys are a thing. Right. Or, like, you can't buy alcohol before a certain time. Or, like, on Sundays, you can't buy alcohol at all some places. Or you can't buy it before a certain time of the day. Exactly. (laughs) Heroes drink all day, but don't copy this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I couldn't figure out. At first, I thought that was Mr. Big's house. And then they said something towards the end about, like, being at his house. So I'm like, he probably has a house in the city, and this is, like, his country cabin or whatever. I was thinking that, too, because I was like, this looks too, like, lived in to not be someone's home. Like, this cannot just be, like, an Airbnb or someplace they rented. Right. Especially because Jin was making that dish and he put it in a bowl. Chef Bake was like, why did you not plate it? Like, this should be on a plate. And Jin was like, I couldn't find a plate. And then he went in there. <laughs> Chef Bake went in there and immediately found a plate. He was like, did you not see this plate? <laughs> it was definitely giving off those vibes when you're like, mom, I can't find this thing. And she's like, I better not get up and go in there and find it. <laughs> and she does and immediately finds it. <laughs> exactly exactly (laughs) you're right yeah he knew where everything was too easily there was like a lot of knickknacks around i also noticed they mostly filmed outside which i think they were trying to i don't know the name of it but it's like cooking in the like cast iron lid of a pot which they do too so like obviously that's outdoors but i noticed it was really just like 
I mean, they did go in the kitchen a bit later when they were distilling, but it was, like, mostly outside and then that one room where they were drinking at the end. Yeah. But it was definitely, like, some kind of private residence. Mm-hmm. And I also thought maybe that's why people knew Chef Pike, like, really well if he lives there at least, like, part of the time, right? Yeah. I don't know, but... He was like, oh, you should come out here more often. And Jin was like, it took me an hour to get here. (laughs) (laughs) Which was like, actually, I was thinking about it. I was kind of like, Seoul is supposedly so big. I'm surprised it was only an hour because like definitely me coming to see you, like driving around the DMV, like it could also take an hour. And we're not like out in the countryside. You're still in like hardcore suburbia in DC. Right. Like an hour is nothing. I know, exactly. We're also Americans, so, like, taking yeah. a road trip for, like, 10 hours is nothing. Like, my family used to drive to Florida. You're in a car for 18 hours. I feel like yeah. most places in the world you would cross, like, minimum five country borders in 18 hours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> minimum five. <laughs> so, I don't know. But, yeah, I was like, an hour isn't so bad, Jen. Um, Actually, speaking of suburbia, though, there's one point where... Um, Chef Bake asks him about Wuto and he like mispronounces the word pillow, which like I always get roasted for saying wrong as well, so I don't know. But Jin's like, What? Oh, you have a really strong suburban accent. And I was like, Imagine if every city in the US had like the urban core like city accent and then like suburban accent. Like it would be chaotic. Like the only place that came to mind really was like Cincinnati because you're on the border of Ohio and Kentucky so you drive like 15 minutes south and it becomes like a bit more southern accent but like I don't know yeah I can't think of any other like suburban accent what what is that (laughs) (laughs) is that like valley girl maybe yeah like the valley versus LA directly. Hmm. I mean, we definitely have regional accents, but yeah, I mean, regional accents in the same city. Yeah, LA. Maybe. Maybe the only one. Sure, it exists. We'll have to do, like, a study of, like, demographics in the U.S. <laughs> As linguist. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Linguistic study. It just, Korea seems, like, hyper, hyper regional. I, I don't know. In a way, maybe the U.S. is, too. And I just don't notice it because I live in this culture. All right. Anyway, tangents on tangents. <laughs> like any other gen thoughts? We're going on two hours here. No. A lot of it's getting cut, but no other thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um three announcements? Let's see if I remember all of them. One. There's a Weaver sale. <laughs> A Weaver's Black Friday sale. I feel like they had this last year. 
I did I not capitalize right. on it. Um, I want to get the details right. Weaver's Shop Black Friday sale, and it is from Friday, November 25th to Monday, um, December 5th. So Black Friday to Cyber Monday. I don't know what the sale is going to consist of because they have not said. But we'll see. Um, second announcement. We still want to do our Q&A, but we would like more questions. So the form is up now <laughs> on our socials. Go to Ag Girls with Fun Pod. Ask us any questions you wanted to know about us or would just like us to chat about. And yeah, we'll do a Q&A episode. I'm excited for the questions we have so far. I think it's going to be really juicy. So ask us yeah. other juicy things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This might be messy. So. Oh, yeah. Third that announcement's going to have so many disclaimers. <laughs> exactly. Third announcement. No episode next week. Right? Because schedules are hectic. So no episode yes. on December 1st. Correct. But we'll be back in time to chat about Indigo on the 8th. Oh, boy. <sighs> Screaming at a frequency that only dogs can hear right now. <laughs> Any other announcements? Um, no, I guess I'll just say... Um, Happy Thanksgiving to those of our listeners in in the U.S. of A. Um, I hope you are able to spend time with your loved ones, if that's what you choose, or in a way that's like meaningful and relaxing to you. As we were kind of saying at the beginning of the pod, I think a lot of this will get cut, but um, our society is so kind of wild and hectic these days. I hope you can just relax and unplug for a little bit. Yeah. Listen to our episode and then unplug. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. For those who are not celebrating, we're still wishing you um, a good day and to be safe. Yeah. Safe out there. Tell someone you love them. We're thankful for you for listening to this podcast and supporting us. Definitely. This has been... I'm I I already knew, but I'm realizing more and more like what a bright spot this is for me and something I enjoy. If we didn't enjoy it, we wouldn't spend so much time doing it for four years since 2019 was four years ago. Since <laughs> earlier, <laughs> uh, crazy. Yeah, but yes, be safe, be happy, be healthy. Hug someone you love. <laughs> And we will see you in two weeks. All right. Bye. Bye.